Hi, I'm Marisa Lam, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Marissa Lam. Miss Lam, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's your day? How's your day going, by the way? So far, so good. It's it's really great when you can own your own time again, you know? Own your own time again. I'm going to steal that from you. <laughs> Elaborate on that. When you say own your own time, what do you mean? Just not clocking in to anybody at any time, not having to answer to a boss anymore. You are the boss. You decide when to work. You decide when not to work and all that stuff. I don't have to ask anybody when I can go on vacation. I just, hey, let's go on vacation. Okay. Is that a good thing? I love it. I, I could never go back. That type of flexibility takes some discipline though, right? Yes, you definitely have to make sure you're working on stuff or else you could definitely just be in front of the TV or just doing nothing all day long. So it's not like I don't do anything. I do lots of different things on a day to day, but it's just nice knowing that I don't have to be up at like five in the morning or whatever the case may be. You know, like when I was um, working as a CNA, when I got divorced, um, I was waking up at 3.30 in the morning so that I could get myself ready, get my kids ready, take them to daycare and go start my shift. I would work for 12 hours and they were at the daycare for 12 hours and they hated it. I hated it. They were being raised by somebody else. So with this flexibility being an OnlyFans content creator, it gives you the ability to, to spend more time with your kids. 100%. Like last week, for example, my daughter was sick. And she had to miss two and a half days of school mm -hmm. and I was able to take care of her. Back me up a little bit. Uh, I was of the understanding that you were from California, right? Mm -hmm. But you're not from California. You're actually from Texas. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, how did it, how did you decide to get into OnlyFans? How, how did that whole, how did it start for you? Because you were working as a CNA. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know what CNA makes, but I think that's a pretty decent living, right? It's actually not um, because you're the nurse assistant, the assistant to the nurse. And so I, I think I was making every paycheck between $900 and $1,200 every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I was on food stamps, like, um, kids daycare was taken care of by the state because I didn't make enough um, I had to like help with medical as well so so I maybe made three three grand a month if I was lucky right and I would 12 hour days and so to make up for it I would work as a stripper on the weekend when my kids were gone with their father and so then that's how I was able to to make ends meet a lot better and then I just started posting on, on Instagram because at the time I had 1,200 CC breast implants. Now right. I have 2,000. I want to go bigger. 
Um, Whoa, you wanted to go bigger from what you have now? Yes. You're joking. No, I want them up higher and rounder, like Jessica Rabbit. Okay, all right. Okay. Now, working as a CPA, CNA, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Working as a CNA, and you're married. So Mm -hmm. did you... Were you married when you decided to go to OnlyFans or this is when you went through your divorce? Yeah, this was after the divorce. Okay. All right, your divorce now. What what is what is his thoughts on you know his ex-wife being an OnlyFans model? He doesn't he doesn't say anything. He actually subscribed in the past. I don't know if he still is, but he did in the past. And He's like, I wish I would have had that type of confidence, you know, but we're, we're, we're friends now, you know, we have to be because of the kids, but I, I honestly don't know if he's still on there. <laughs> okay. I, I thought that was funny. All right. Seeing your ex-husband subscribe to your content, that's, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, at least he's supporting, right? He's right. He's, he's giving his <laughs> support. Mm-hmm. You can't, can't be mad at that. No. <laughs> no. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about being a mom, a mother. Uh, you have three kids. Mm-hmm. How how are you able to, one, juggle being an OnlyFans content creator and being a mom um, on the side? And I only ask that question because, y- you know, you've been very, very careful to separate your work life versus your personal life um and mm-hmm. went to the extra you know he went to extra yards to to protect your kids from mm-hmm. you know me possibly even being bullied and harassed on social media how did you manage to to do that and it it, it seems like you put a lot of thought into it mm-hmm well, I just, I, I was on, I am honest with the two older ones because I have a younger one that's, um, she's still in elementary school. The other ones are in middle school and high school. And so because I knew they would probably either hear it from somebody else or maybe even stumble on it themselves, unfortunately, which thank God they haven't. This is why I was honest with them about it is I just told them, you know, hey, mom's doing adult industry type things. And so I want you to hear it from me versus somebody else. And so when like the friends say, what does your mom do for a living? Because I don't use my actual name, obviously. And they're like, oh, she's a model. And then like, if I have to go to their school, I'll just wear like big sweatshirts. So I can try and cover as much as possible. You can still kind of see when I wear sweatshirts and stuff, but you can't see like with this dress now, you know, like this is pretty revealing. So I don't, Obviously, I don't go around like that when I go to their school or whatever, but they know. And I think this time and age, it's so different from like when I was growing up, like back when I was growing up in the 90s and like the early 2000s, that was very taboo. It was a very bad thing to to be in the adult industry. True, true. Uh... And just, just, I think it's more of the norm and I don't know why we keep pretending that sex isn't natural. Like it's it's in our human nature. I think it's natural, but I think uh, 
there there are some people there's a group of people who are still not comfortable with it um okay. and i with only fans being as popular as it, i mean y- you can walk down the street and uh, people who you may not think have an OnlyFans got an OnlyFans. Do you think it's time for us to start having the conversation that, hey, you know, sex work is work and there's a lot of normal people, a lot of moms who is using this source of income in order to provide a uh, a living for a better living for their kids or, or their family for that matter? Yes, absolutely. 100 percent. That's that's what I think, because it is work. I pay taxes like everybody else. Um, and I, I just don't, I guess I don't understand how people are like uncomfortable with it or whatever, when what's this, I can't remember the exact number, but it's like 90% of Americans watch porn. So somebody's lying, you know, right. why can't we just be honest? Okay. And I just don't see what the big deal is. If I'm not hurting anybody, everybody that I film with is consenting. I'm consenting. They're consenting. And I'm, I'm very honest with my followers of what I'm giving to them. I feel like I give it at a low, fair price. And I'm up front, like, hey, do you want to see me take... I, I, am I allowed to say this? <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to say or what not to say. Well, I mean, you can, you can be... Listen, it's, it's, it's folks alert. So, I mean, um, you're just explaining the conversation that you have with your followers. And I mean, listen, mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen your content on, on Instagram. And uh, we can get into that in a minute, you know, but um, your content on Instagram is pretty, you know, I'm not going to say PG, but mm-hmm. it's um, it, it it pretty much says who you are and what, what you do, right? You're an adult. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at yourself, right? It, mm-hmm. You go to a PTA meeting, you're going to stand out. Okay. Yeah. I'll still <laughs> yeah. try to dress conservatively as much as possible. I'll wear a big sweatshirt, like I said, or something just to cover up. I'm not going to go overly sexualized because it's just not the time and place. So yeah. there's always a place, you know? Yeah. But how, how are you going to cover up? I mean, with a shirt. <laughs> as much as I can. Right. Not, normal moms don't look like you, right? Normal moms, no. you know, you, you, you stand out people would know that you're a model or, you know, you know, um, but let, let, let back me up a little bit. What was your upbringing like, you know, growing up, uh, you know, where did you grow up? What what was your, your earlier years growing up? What was that like? So I, like I said, I was born in Texas, but I live in Utah and we would move back from Texas to Utah, back to Texas, back to Utah, because my father was um, taking care of two families, our family and my mom's family, because they were poor. And so because of that, we grew up poor. So I didn't, I mean, we got Christmas, yes, but we never got anything from our list from Santa, you know, like all the kids would make Christmas lists, but we never got what we asked for. So right. We were excited for Christmas, but it was never like, oh my gosh, it's what exactly I wanted, um, what I asked for, or whatever. It was just what they could afford to get us, and yet we're still appreciative, but we didn't go on, like, vacations. Um, I never, I I was 26 years old when I went to Disneyland for the first time, Mm. and and I was crying the whole time because I was like, this place is so beautiful, it's so magical, 
I was able to take my kids to um, what's the Disney World for the first time. So that was my first experience and their first experience. And it, and it was just the most beautiful thing. And that's something I wish we would have been able to do when I was growing up is go on vacations. And we just didn't have the means, you know, if right. it would have been different had my dad not been taking care of another family. Okay. What's your that's nationality? Great. Huh? What's your nationality? I'm Latina. Oh, you speak Mexican. Spanish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Living between Texas and, and Utah, Utah is a very, listen, I've never been to Utah, but from what I've heard is a very conservative place, very religious place. Oh, they hate me. And that's the thing too, is I was raised super Mormon. Very, 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 very Mormon. Like my mom was born into it. So then I was born into it. And so it was, my mom was very strict because I don't I don't know how much you know about Mormonism, but I, I edu- educate me. I, 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 I know very little about it. Mm-hmm. Just very strict. You can't drink alcohol. You can't drink coffee. You can't have premarital sex, you know, just a bunch of rules. And so the stricter my mom was with me because my dad was a truck driver. So he was always gone. So it was just my mom home with me and my siblings. And once I got into middle school and I started figuring myself out, I, I, I remember in elementary school having sexual thoughts about girls, obviously about boys too, but I just really, I realized by the time I hit middle school that I liked girls and that's when I had my first sexual experience with the girl was in middle school. I had my first sexual experience with the boy in middle school and it was just, I I knew. We're talking in Utah though, right? Conservative Utah. What about Utah? Sorry. No, I'm saying you were living in Utah at the time. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Now, you. I I figured the the more the more strict, and then there was no really reason for my mom being as strict with us as she was, other than because God said so, and you're going to go to hell. And so that to me was like, but they also teach that God knows your heart. And so I was like, me being a horny little slut doesn't mean I'm a bad person because I'm not doing anything against anybody's will. I'm doing what I want to do. And I don't understand how, as long as I love my neighbor and I love God, what does it matter what I do in my own private time? Well, maybe you're loving, maybe, maybe the idea was you're loving too many neighbors. (laughs) And maybe that was it. But I mean, um, I, I found out the truth about Mormonism. Um, I found out it's not true and so i started looking into everything after that i looked into atheism and that just didn't make any sense to me i looked into other religions it just didn't make any sense to me and so i did some really deep bible study where they go like verse by verse and it's translated properly and all that stuff so now i'm a believer i do believe in god it's just not how everybody has been brainwashed into thinking it is now tell me this uh you living in Utah, where I I, th- I don't know how many, but I'm saying a great majority of individuals who live in that state practice the Mormon religion, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, with that being said, how is it not possible for you to fit in in terms of being like someone's wife or you know, uh, how would that go about? Because my next question is going to be, 
what's your thought on relationship being an only fan creator um i think it's it really depends on each person because i know people that are married that do only fans and they're perfectly fine with it me i don't think i will ever get into another marriage ever again just because i've already done it and it wasn't for me i think i just want to focus on myself my relationship with god and obviously my relationship with my kids and i just i just want to do that right now but i do right now what i like to do is i like lifestyle people they're really fun and really really open lifestyle what is that like swingers you know i was going to have a i was going to have a a a couple well a, i guess a couple was going to come on and talk to me about that well i don't think they were lifestyle i think they were more um poly relationship so to speak she she yeah. was the she was she's a female and she had two husbands and i saw them on instagram i thought it would have been a great conversation but they've canceled you know but i've seen on instagram on tiktok a lot of this what you've just said i didn't know what it's called lifestyle relationship right where <laughs> people are swingers uh but swingers that's nothing new that's been around for a long time people have been you know participating in that lifestyle uh but i guess now in this modern era we're calling it lifestyle right yes i think that's what it's called that's okay. that's what i've heard okay H- how does that how does that work how does that work how do how does someone get into that and how just, just give me the brief overview about this lifestyle that you just find a couple or a couple find you well there's apps that you, that are like specifically for swingers and so you can you can either do an app or they have like swingers club i know they're everywhere like i never knew there was one in utah but there's swinger clubs in utah in utah so I, mm-hmm. okay yeah and that's what's funny too is everyone pretends to be super conservative here but there are so many people at these clubs like so many and that's the thing too is they tell me well either we used to be mormon or we are mormon or whatever the case may be and i'm just like damn y'all are freaks <laughs> and so and i just um i think it's really let's see what's what's the right word i guess i think it's really cool of them to be so open to it because it's like what could you hide from each other right like really when when you're at those places like if if you see somebody you like either the wife or the husband they're just like hey i like that person and they're like okay we'll go talk to him you know and then bring him over here and we can all talk or whatever the case may be however it is cuz you know each couple has their own rules so to say okay so someone wants to get into a a a lifestyle relationship right mm-hmm. and this is this is very new to me i've never heard of this before and i'm happy mm-hmm. to hear willing to talk with someone wants to get into a lifestyle relationship you don't necessarily have to be at a swingers club can someone just approach you and say hey listen we're swingers do you want to be in her our lifestyle oh yeah when i was a stripper and like i wasn't doing lifestyle or anything there would be couples coming to the club and they would ask like hey if we pay you x amount will you come back to our hotel room with us like the wife would come and ask me and be a part of the lifestyle Mm-hmm. like will you come do a threesome with us or whatever the case was and i wasn't in it then and i could tell they were drinking so i'd be like yeah sure and i would never like show up but it wasn't until after 
that I had some friends that were in it that they were like, hey, why don't you come with us to this lifestyle club? And I was like, okay, sure. And so I went and I just met, it, it, they really are the coolest people because they're just so open. They're so honest with each other. And just like the wives tell, tell me, they're like, if I see a guy, I just tell my husband, hey, I like that guy. I want to go fuck him. And he's like, well, go talk to him. Go talk to him. Wow. Wow. You, you've got to be... In order for that to, to happen, I, I think both parties need to be on on the same page and mm -hmm. be very open-minded. Yeah, it's got to be a lot of trust in that kind of relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be able to communicate everything because there's stuff that has happened that, you know, they don't like. Either the husband was kissing me too much or whatever the case may be, or like the girl was moaning too much with me, whatever. And they're like, hey, you, they talk after and then they tell me like, hey, you know, we weren't into this exactly and it's like okay well we just won't do that or whatever the case may be gotcha so you are the third wheel in the lifestyle relationship mm -hmm. so would you have your own relationship maybe not married and it be lifestyle as well i i don't think i could ever go back honestly like i do believe you can love one person that's just me i believe i could only love one person mm -hmm. but i think we as human beings to say well i only want to sleep with one person I don't think that's true. That's just me. And I think if people were honest, because people are going to be like, well, that's not true or whatever, you know? Like, no, that's not how it is. You don't speak for me. And I don't speak for anybody. I'm just saying, I think it's in our human nature to be curious about other people. That doesn't mean you want to be with them. Right. I just think you just want to be curious. Because if that wasn't the case, how come there's so many, you know, different porn categories? Or different, a lot of divorce, the divorce rate wouldn't be that high, right? divorces yeah and it's always because some, usually not always it's usually always because somebody was cheating and maybe if they had been honest like hey can we bring in a third person to spice up the bedroom mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be but a lot of times and it's mostly women i'm, I'm sure guys do too but it, it is mostly women that if their men bring that up they get very offended by it and it's like well i don't mean it like i don't want you it's just let's just have some fun together I want to play something here from a clip that I took off of your page. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about this clip. Okay. Hey, girl. Are you somewhere where you can talk? Oh, my gosh. You won't believe what happened over the weekend. So I'm at home relaxing, and there's a knock on the door. And I open it, and it's my stepdad's friend, the hot one. So I tell him my stepdad isn't home, but he's more than welcome to wait for him. So we go to the living room, we start chatting, and he's telling me about his job and how stressful it is and how he could really use a de-stressor and all that stuff. And he's asking me about school, so I offer him a drink of water. him some water I look over and guess who's standing right there what did I do well you know me <laughs> well I guess that's a preview into the lifestyle I guess right 
that's a that's a clip for OnlyFans. Well, yeah, but I mean, it just you, you know, I guess that's how it all starts. Uh, In the sense of like, no, I, I was just I was just making light of the of the clip. I know it's that's a clip for your OnlyFans. Um, uh -huh. So I was just making a, a, a light of the the all, you know, the lifestyle where we're talking about. Uh, only fans, you know, go, going back to that, that is a place to where I guess a lot of people are, are more comfortable now, you know, mm -hmm. sexually, they're more comfortable. And only fans is not only for, you know, adult content. There's a lot of other things that's on there. But tell me this. What what is the wildest request that you've ever had or someone's made made of you on OnlyFans? It would have to be when this guy requested for me to eat a sandwich mm -hmm. topless for five minutes straight. And it wasn't so much um, me topless. It was the detail that he wanted with the sandwich. Like he wanted the meat folded a certain way. He wanted a certain kind of bread. He wanted you to be able to see the lettuce, the tomato, the cheese, and um, that that's cool. I don't I don't knock anybody's fetish. Like it may not be my thing, but I don't knock it. Whatever you're into, that's whatever you're into. You know, there's some stuff I'm sure that I'm into that people are like, "Well, what the hell?" You know, but um, the hardest part about making it was trying not to laugh because I was like that's all he wanted me to do was eat the sandwich for five minutes straight. And so I kept looking into the camera and I would chew and it would start making me laugh. So then I would have to cut and compose myself and I'd be like, okay, I got this. It's not that funny. It's just a sandwich. And then I would start again. And again, I would start laughing because I'm just like a sandwich, huh? Of all things to watch me put into my mouth. You want to watch me put a sandwich in my mouth. Yes. But, a sandwich, the detail. Yeah. You, mm -hmm. you know, I, I want to put up your, your your Instagram here for a moment. You being on Instagram, I'm sure y your DMs are crazy, right? Yes. <laughs> and you've probably got all type of messages, content, people hitting you up. Uh, but you have I've seen that you've worked with a, a few content creator on. I mean, based upon the pictures on your on your Instagram page, where people can take a look at there, how how is that how is that relationship? Is it is it competitive for you working with these other content creators? Um, no, not at all. No, we we um we know that my followers are my followers, their followers are their followers, and we just agree like, hey, we're gonna make this content together. You sell it for what you want, I'll sell it for for what I want because I I've, I've worked with um names that are a little bit bigger and they have a lot more followers than I have. And I'm like, I understand you charge a little bit more than I do, but I don't charge that much. And as long as I let them know, like, Hey, I'm going to charge this amount versus what, what you charge. And they're, they're fine with it. You know? Okay. Um, so, so that is based upon, you know, your collaboration and people make their own prices. They don't restrict you as to what your price should be. Just because I tell them, I'm like, I don't have your name. You may be able to get away with that. I can't. And I'd rather make, you know, $10 off of 3,000 people versus make $100 off of five people. Right. Understood. Understood. Uh, if someone wanted to collaborate with you, are you restricted? Are you Do you have any restriction as to who you collaborate with? 
No, as long as they're professional and they're actually trying to collaborate for, you know, actual content sake versus just, I just want to get it in, you know, that to me is not professional. Well, I mean, being on Instagram, I'm sure your DM, a lot of your DMs are like that. Everyone wants to collab. Everyone wants to collaborate with you, right? Yeah. How, how do you, how do you weed the, the bullshitters out? What's your, well, what's your I, process? Because right now you probably got a hundred DMs a year from, we've been talking for 15 minutes. You have a hundred DMs. You go back to your Instagram, you got a hundred DMs. People want to collaborate. Well, I first look at, um, who the DM is from. And if I've never heard of them whatsoever, then I'm like, chances are you're, you're just a bullshitter. <laughs> but if it's like an actual content creator, then you know, I just ask for some other references of like who they've worked with. So I can just ask them like, Hey, how are they to work with? And then, you know, if it's somebody that I know, like I had a friend that I worked with and somebody DM'd me saying that they had worked with her. And I asked her like, Hey, he said he worked with you. Is this true? And she said, Oh yeah, he's great. And so I was like, yeah, as long as, you know, we can both provide current STD testing, let's do it. Okay. So there is a process that you go through now. Yes, I everybody get tested. Like I will not shoot with anybody that had, does not have a current STD test. Okay. Someone's watching this right now, right? Female or guy. And they want to get, they want to become a, an only fans content creator. What would be your advice to them? One, are you sure? Because once it's out there, it's out there. And it doesn't matter what DMCA lawyer you hire to remove it somehow it's still going to be out there you know so as long as you have that in your mind of am i comfortable with this being shown out for who knows anybody to see are you comfortable with that and me i was like yeah i don't care i really don't care so that you're gonna so you're saying so you're saying if this is what you're going to get into this is what you have to be comfortable with for the rest of your life yes because this is forever yes okay when you had that conversation with yourself, how long did it take you to make that decision? It took me a few months because I was really nervous because uh, uh, when OnlyFans first started, I don't know if you remember, girls were just doing like nudes and solos. It didn't turn into what it is now at, 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 at the very beginning. And so right. I was like, okay, I'm comfortable with just like nudes going out there. Am I comfortable with, with the solo going out there? And just the more, the more I thought about it, I was like, I just don't want to make the sacrifice of of going to school and getting a career somewhere else. I, I don't want to make that sacrifice. I've already had so much time away from my children and right. I don't want to do it. And some people will be like, well, that's because you're weak or whatever. That's fine. You can call me whatever you want. I, I didn't want to take any more time away from my kids. And I saw this opportunity and it's like, I'm going to do this anyways. Why not film it and make money off of it? Like we're going to have sex anyways. So be smart and make money off of it. That's right. how I saw it. So and now for, my for you, this is, this is, this is what you're going, this is what you've made your career. This is my career and this is what it is. Yes. And that's the thing is when I was working 12 hours a day, people were talking shit on me because my kids were in daycare all day. Right. And now people are talking shit on me because I'm in the adult industry. So you're never going to make anybody happy. So just do what makes you happy. What makes your children happy? What makes it so that you can be with them all the time. Like I'm always with them now. Right. Always. It's 
probably annoyed by it, but I'm always here. Right. Now, discovering new talent. Uh, and a few minutes ago, we, we talked about someone wants to collaborate with you. They don't have any, they don't have any track record. They've never worked with anyone before, uh, male or male or female. Do you think it's possible for you to find talent that hasn't been out there before? Because listen, we're looking at the, we're looking at the adult industry in its current state where you don't need like an agent and a manager. You might have an, you might have a manager, but not an agent, or you may have an agent, but not a manager where content creator have way more freedom than they did 10, 20 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So someone approach you and they may have the drive. Would you say, okay, you know what? You may not, you know, I'm going to work with you. And they may end up being the biggest thing in the next two years. Uh -huh. Would you, are you open to that? Yeah, I, I it would have to be obviously face to face because I don't trust anybody like online. Mm -hmm. um, but if it was like a face to face thing and we had these conversations and maybe had a few meetings beforehand, then then I probably would. Because even if they don't go anywhere, like I got content with them, you know. Right. So, but everybody starts somewhere, and definitely, I'm definitely, to to know good people that were in it and they were able to help me get to where I am now. So I I'm, I'm always willing to help somebody that, because I've been there, I've been where I don't have any food and I'm saving it for my kids and I'm starving and right. I don't know what the next meal is going to be. So I don't wish that on anybody. Cool. My, my other question would be, and I, I appreciate you saying help, help someone forward, but I want to move on to, Recently, I saw on on Instagram content creators and listen, I am the content creator space. I am not very familiar with, but I, I've seen a couple content creator get into relationship with each other. And when it ends, it ends really bad and messy. I, I mean, bad, you know, I'm talking domestic violence. It's all over social media. People are giving their their input, the the Monday, you know, the the what you call it, the the water cooler Monday morning water cooler conversation on what's going on in social media. As a content creator, would you encourage content creator getting into relationship with each other? I think each person and each couple is different, so I think depending on their circumstance is what is going to make it or break it and how open are you i guess because me me i don't want to get in a relationship but if if i were i guess they would have to be a hundred percent okay knowing that hey i'm gonna have sex on camera with other men or other women or two men or two women you know whatever the case may be they have to be a hundred and ten percent secure knowing that hey this is work, this is content, this is so that I can continue making the money I make. It's not because I want this other person, and it's not because, you know, I'm trying to do something shady behind your back. And so as long as there's honesty, and like I said, it just depends on, on who the couple is. They, they might both be content creators, and they both know exactly what this is, and that it is a job, and 
they might it might work out and it might be okay. Each person's different. So. Each yeah, you're right about that. Each part each person is different, and you know, the the messy part of it I, I uh, scares me, right? Because you don't know how this shit's gonna play out, and you mm-hmm. see and you see it as I mean you've probably seen it. I I've seen it playing out on social media in real time, right? Yeah. In in one instance we see all the nice pictures and very strategic and then next we see uh the pictures of the domestic violence just you know and these accusation of this and that and who owns what and who owns this and this person was doing this and uh but thankful we're not dealing with corporate america we're dealing with regular people who are subscribing to their content but the fact that and forgive me for saying this but fucking up the money yeah can't Mm -hmm. can't can't this be settled and straightened out behind the scenes all right we may not we may not see eye to eye anymore maybe it's time for us to move on or take a break from each other like let's not fuck up the money yeah and i think that also has to do with like immaturity because when me and my ex-husband were through Nobody knew because I wasn't posting anything about it. I wasn't posting anything about like, oh, he did this to me. He did that to me. Like it wasn't until they saw him in another relationship that they were like coming to me and being like, when did you guys break up? And I'm like, oh, it was a while ago. I just, I didn't air out my dirty laundry, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, listen, uh, I I really appreciate you coming here. But before you go, I want, I want to talk about Josh. Your um, your manager, who's listen, nice guy. He was very very instrumental in in you coming here today. You know, tell us about this company and how long you've been working with them. I'm going on a year, and he is just absolutely amazing. Super easy to talk to. Will respond fast unless he has some kind of like family gathering, and he's very like honest and open about like what's going on in his life. And they they're they're life changers. He he really has help change the whole direction for me. So I'm very, very grateful to him. Uh, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of talent on his roster. Um, oh, he, amazing, <laughs> beautiful girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know what I like about Josh? I, I like that aside from him being professional and I, I told him this, I said, listen, you know, I said, man, you don't, you don't know me, but you know, I appreciate you extending yourself to me and making your talents available to come on the show. Um, I mean, I appreciate that, you know, mm-hmm. and he, that was, he really, that was... He, he really wants you to succeed. Cause I feel like, um, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but I feel like from him very much of if you succeed, I succeed. Absolutely. 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 Definitely. I would, I would, I would go for that. I, I, I owe it all to Josh. Like my, my children's life is completely different because of him. So I love Josh to death. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, your only fans is doing well. Your Instagram is going. Um, <clears throat> what is, what is next for you? What is, you know, six months, a year from now, what, where, where, do, where do we, where are we going to see you? We, we, and you know what, before you even answer that question, I, I saw the clip we played of you on 
for your clip for your Instagram, right? This clip right here. You got a little acting about you. <laughs> you you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 it is a performance, you know. Whether it's porn or whatever, it's I'm performing for my followers. I'm giving them what they want to see. It's believable, though. So, what, where do we where, what are we going to see from you in the future? Six months, six, a year from now, what, what, what should we expect from you? Still, OnlyFans, and I just hope to like be able to collaborate with bigger names and maybe like mainstream porn men and women. Just that's what I would like to, like to do, and that's what I hope to do. I think that would be a lot of fun and a really great experience. So, you want to do more mainstream adult content? Yes. Got you. Got you. Well, I think uh, I think it's possible. You know, the content that you do have out there thus far, it's, it's good content. The quality is great, right? Very Thank professional you. about what you do. Uh, and I, I think, you know, if you wanted to, to branch out to doing some mainstream, more adult content, I think that'd be possible for you with the help of Josh, you know, but your Instagram is doing well. Your OnlyFans is doing well. But Marissa, listen, I would... I would love for you to come back, uh, chat with me, you know, whenever you want to come, whatever you want to talk about, you know, I'd love to have you back. I appreciate you taking the time out to come chat, chat with me today, but I'd love to have you back. Yeah. Anytime you just, you can just email me and I'm, I'm down for any time. Like I said, I own my time, so I can whenever. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do. Marissa Lamb, Utah, very conservative place. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye.